0: Hi, this is Tracy Watson, and welcome to the Laughing Mother Project, where we laugh at the days to come. Hello, lovely ladies. Thank you again for joining us on the Laughing Mother Project podcast. I'm so excited today to introduce my guest. Her name is Suzanne. And, um, you know, before I, I I introduce her, I wanted to talk about the fact that I believe that God builds um our lives in such beautiful ways. I've said this before, but sometimes he builds up. Other times he builds wide, but sometimes he builds deep. And what I mean by that is that sometimes there is, um, he builds into us, right into our soul, into our spirit. And sometimes when we meet somebody who God has built deep into, it's just like sitting next to a well. And Suzanne is one of those people in my life. I'm so grateful that God brought her along my path. She is one of my first friends that I've met in New Zealand. And you know, sometimes you meet people and the friendship begins off in the shallow waters and then it's like walking into the ocean. Over time, the friendship develops a depth. But with Suzanne, I always feel as if I've come to sit next to a well and I can just drink deep of the times that she has sat in the presence of God. She's like a beautiful well. And um, the scripture that comes to mind is Psalm 42 verse 7, where it talks about deep calls to deep. In the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. By, d- by day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is with me. So with having said that, this conversation is going to be a little bit of deep calling to deep. And there's a lot of joy There's a lot of emotions and it's all so good because you're going to leave just feeling like you've sat at a well. So welcome Suzanne. I'm so glad that you've agreed to do the podcast and um, I wanted to kick off with asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and yes, your girls. Do you want to just tell us about their personalities? Well, um, I'm married to Zane, who was
1: my high school sweetheart and Mm -hmm. my partner in crime. Yes. Um, We waited 13 years to finally get our families, So we're older parents, but we love it. And we're so grateful for our girls. I've carried three babies to full term, but our second baby was still born. Um, So we get to meet her one day in heaven. Imogen, our eldest, is our steady, easy, brave girl. She's a great friend, a good communicator, and has a beautiful, calm way with animals as well.
0: And you know Imogen? Yes, I wanted to interrupt you Yeah. (laughs) So I taught Imogen last year, and I actually, what I love about Imogen is that I feel that Imogen has this ability. I think she gets this from you, Suzanne. I don't know. I don't know Zane well enough. But Imogen has this beautiful ability to stop and wonder. She knows how to just take time out and appreciate things around her. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just love that about, I love all the things that you've said. Tell us about Trinity. So Trinity is our very creative one. She is always constructing things
1: in her mind and with her hands. She is all about the party and colour and fun. And it's funny, you know, she, she has two different colored eyes and she really sees things, but she sees things differently to Imogen. So they're both strong girls, which is something that I ask God for. Yes. And they're, but they're both very different from each other. Okay.
0: So you mentioned that no, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: great. <laughs> they make me feel old a lot of the time. But um, yeah. But they but they also give me a real zest for life as well. So I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Yes. So now um, so you said that you became a mum after thirteen years mm. of waiting. So when how when did you get married? Did you get married quite young after school? Is what I'm trying to mid twenties. <laughs> oh, okay. And now you um you became a mum after thirteen years. You fell yeah. pregnant with Imogen. Yeah. And didn't quite fall pregnant. Okay, tell us <laughs> so, about that. Yeah,
1: I just I wanted to tell you that I really feel that this mothering journey has opened a, a whole new realm of faith for me. And so I want to take it a, a step back a bit um, before I tell you about our journey of, of being able to have Imogen. Because we were told we were infertile and we needed a bit of help. So anyway, I was brought up in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a good Christian, um, good person. I'd done everything from leading youth groups to doing missions work. But I realized as time went on that I really had, well, and in hindsight too, I just feel like I had a second hand or adopted faith. You know, good Christian family. My father was a pastor and I really needed to go through my own crisis of faith and find
0: God for myself later on in life. So wait, I'm mm-hmm. first need to ask you. So you were a PK. Yeah. <laughs> Did I fail to mention that? <laughs> you weren't going to get past. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to know about that. Do you think? I, I haven't even got a question planned on that, but I want to know. Or maybe just keep sharing, keep oh, sharing, my, my because I, I want, like, I think that it's a, it's a privilege to be a pastor's kid. Mm. But I think that you maybe have this thing on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We
1: were, we were, you know, sort of, you're very aware of this favor thing in the church. You know, you sort of feel like you're something superior. And it's, it's, not, it's not great. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I mean, life has a way of humbling you. And, um, yeah, we, we got over that. Okay, <laughs> we definitely got over that. Um, okay, but anyway, um, but we were brought up in quite a radical Christian family. My my parents had been um in the Brethren Church and they'd come to know the things of the Holy Spirit in the seventies, and we were brought up in a Christian community, um, shared garden, beehives, and lots yes. of space. So it was a fabulous way to grow up, and it wasn't a cult, but it was very Christian and was amazing. But, um, so I, yeah, went on missions trips and all the rest of it, led life groups, but somehow over the years, and maybe this, maybe this is about what you were maybe making reference to just then, but somehow I had become a real perfectionist.
0: Yeah. That's, that is what I, I'm kind of asking that because I always think of the prodigal son story mm. and I kind of think of people who are past as kids as being the one that stays behind and is working so hard mm. at trying to do everything right for God. Yeah. So carry on. That that's yeah. what I was trying to I was yeah. wanting to ask if you ever felt like that? Yeah. If you ever felt that you, the Definitely. need to like tick yeah. all the religious boxes yeah. and yeah. then it becomes quite hard to have a, it almost gets in the way of actually really getting to know Jesus. Yeah. Because you feel like you've got to work for him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And
1: I, yeah, I was very aware of of the perfectionism and very sensitive. Like all my growing up years, it was it was oh Suzanne, you're so sensitive, and it almost felt like a curse over me.
0: Um, so that being another sensitive, thing. yeah, because that is exactly <laughs> the word that I think of you, but I don't think of it as a negative thing. No, I think we're... of it like. I think of it that like, in fact, somebody's given me this reference before, you know, when they used to go into the mines and they took the yellow canary in mm-hmm. and if the yellow canary was singing, they weren't, mm-hmm. weren't gases, but if it fell over, <laughs> if
1: it was dead quiet, it was dead,
0: <laughs> but I don't mean it like that. Yes. I mean that like, I think that, that people can look at you and know what's going on in the room, basically. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you've got a sensitivity oh, to atmospheres and things like that. And it's funny how the enemy wants you to think that's a bad thing, yeah. but it's actually something that's, that's really precious because people yeah. could die yeah. if they didn't look at somebody who knew what was going <laughs> yeah. on in the room, in well, the unseen, right? Oh, they, yeah. So it's not a negative thing. I no. was thinking, like, wow, that's powerful. You've got the sensitivity yeah. that, like, can read that. Anyway. Oh, well, my
1: parents were really giving... Giving of their time, giving of their money, um, giving, just giving, yes, giving, giving, and and I think you know there were four of us siblings. My dad built with his own hands. It was a different day where you could do that—a 14-bedroom house. They had young people coming in. They really wanted this to be their ministry to the world and and to young Christian people and. And I think it was It was either, you know, just just a really big commitment and someone like, like me got a bit lost in all of that, or I remember that near the end when my parents moved out of that, because they did that for nine years, that my mum was just tired. So maybe it was, and, and I would have been sort of around 13, 14, so yeah. it was a time when I... Was really needing my mum, and maybe I just remembered those few times when it was like, "Oh, Suzanne, you know, <laughs> I don't have time. I want to have time for you, but I can't can't have time for you." So,
0: I, and I, that is yeah. a good that is a good reminder for all of us as mothers, because I like you've just spoken to me there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I'm a teacher and I feel like I have to. Well I think I say that so many times that people are like we get it but no but you you know you're pouring into other people's children mm. and sometimes you are just tired mm. to pour into your own and mm. they actually your first yeah they're your first priority you know mm. the lord is going to ask you how you stewarded your own children mm. and you can be really well meaning mm. wanting to pour into the lives of others so I think that that's that's a powerful thing to mention Just for us all to be aware of. It's great to be pouring ourselves into it. And I think that God, anyway, covers that. Yeah. And he will cover that, like, over your parents, over you, over all the generations. We always look back at the lifetime and think, we just see the grace of God. Yeah. But while we're in it, if we can, that's the purpose of this. If we can learn from things and just be aware of it. Yeah.
1: And there's been challenges being an older mum. You know, I, I, I think... After having my girls, and you know not necessarily being easy there's been times when i 've looked in the mirror and i've i've felt tired i 've not liked what i 've seen but but yeah, like you say god's grace is is there for all of that and and he's so just made sure that he has reminded me of how much he loves me and how beautiful I am, and one of the Definite upsides of being an older mum <laughs> is that um, you just like I'm really aware of the time I have, and so I just yes, try you and savour the days, <laughs> savour my my girls, and um, I try. I actually try to keep life quite simple and and yes. just remember to to look at them and. Appreciate it. Kiss them and (laughs) yes, and tell them what's what I what I'm thinking and yeah. Yes, life has slowed me down. I mean, you know, and I'm going to tell you about it. Yes, you're (laughs) going to tell us, but that's 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 one of the. I'm I'm glad I do do life quite simply and quietly now and.
0: Yes, and your girls are benefiting from that definitely, (laughs) Mm. definitely. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so you. I so I've actually yes, yeah. I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, please <okay>. carry on.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I'm really, I was really, yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware of of the fact that there was a time when, I just felt like, my striving and my inability to really meet my own standards just left me with, some real big disappointments. And I remember we were overseas on an on an OE and, um. Something had really disappointed me, and so I went for this walk, and I was in this big, open space, and there was this park bench, and it was a stormy day and i just I just broke before God or by myself, and I was sitting there, and I remember asking him to just take over i 'd had enough wow <laughs> and and I was not feeling great about about where life had taken me and um yeah, just still striving so much, exhausted, and I just cried out and said, "Lord, you know, you you've got to take over. I really want you to undo me, <laughs> rebuild me, um, take over." And yeah, I just I'm I'm available, just whatever you want to do with me. So that 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 feels like um, my salvation
0: experience <laughs> And yeah, you know, you know like. I think God was probably waiting all along for you to say that, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. He wants to invade and yeah, like He's all about relationship, right? So yeah. like,
1: I, I it agree. Like, I think He was waiting. Yes,
0: it was like, and I was about 27. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I've yeah. been waiting. Yes, I want to. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so that that was the time when we were starting to wonder why we hadn't fallen pregnant. And um, I looked, we started looking into fertility treatment and mm-hmm. it took me a couple of years to really feel like it was okay with God, that that was what he wanted us personally to do. And, um, and that was the beginnings of our discovering a miracle God. Wow, so, so, you know, I, I do feel like this mothering thing is, is, has been an intense journey of discovering God. But it happened even at that stage where we were just asking, you know, we were starting to get a bit sad about not having children and wondering whether God had this, this second rate
0: path for us. <laughs> Yes, which is a yeah. reality. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, do think things like that. Yeah. So you said that you felt you discovered the miracle-working yeah. God. Yeah. So I want to know... fertility treatment, yeah. And it was infertility treatment. Yeah. So sometimes people will think that the miracle is if you don't need fertility. Yeah. So why would you and say... And I wondered
1: if that was going to be... I kind of wanted us to, that to be us. You know, I felt like that was a greater miracle. But we definitely had a a nudge from God, a green light, and he, he said, do it. I'm backing you, yeah. And we found ourselves, um, you know, sort of learning how to ask God for stuff, and he absolutely gave us what we asked for. Um, we had these crazy ideas of, what we did and didn't want God to do in fertility treatment. And we expressed them to the people that gave us the counseling and they're like, well, that's an impossibility. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and, but God gave us exactly what was right for us. And some of those things we could see we wanted and we were sort of aiming for. And other things, it was only in hindsight that we realized, well, God was really in that. We couldn't have seen where it was going to go. So, yeah, Imogen was our little miracle in that. And I
0: think even while we're just chatting now, if anybody's listening and they feel like, because sometimes you can be questioning like that, um, should we pursue, is it the Christian thing to do to pursue fertility? That's it, yeah like no shame yeah i mean if god has opened ways i still believe he's i mean i know i'm con- yeah. fully convinced he's the author of life yeah so yeah you know i mean go for it yeah yeah and so then you had imogen yes um
1: and there are lots of stories i could tell about that. Okay, do you want to tell yourself? No, I actually really want to tell you about our second daughter. Yes. So she's the one we've got to meet in heaven still. And um, her name was Asher or Is Asher. And I know that's usually a boy's name, but I loved the meaning. And I'm so about meanings, names. And that it doesn't, doesn't names. surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> and that they tell a story. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because Zayn came up with Imogen the night before she was born. What does Imogen mean? Okay. So Imogen means image, vision, visionary. Yes. And it's kind of a long story, but when you put all the meanings of her four names, yes. <laughs> Imogen Maybrook Raphael, and Raphael's our surname, which is from Rafa, Yes. Jehovah Rapha God is healed, which Wow is amazing to me that yes. God gave me a husband with not just such a beautiful name, but a name that means healing. And in this journey of
0: becoming a mother I really needed God's healing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So You married you are we all are married to the healer. Like yeah, actually yeah. as the bride of yeah. Christ, right? <laughs> And you get to call yourself. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We are.
1: Yeah.
0: so, okay, Imogen's, so Imogen. Imogen's
1: full name is um, Imogen Maybrook, Raphael. And, it, and the story is, you will see that by the blood and by the water, God is healed.
0: Whoa. Yeah. I get goosies.
1: <laughs> so May, M-A-E, kinswoman or, or bloodline brook
0: by the water, the brook, Kira, Botchira. And also I I love the fact that um, it was a faith journey for you. Mm. And faith is believing Mm. without Mm. seeing, believing what you don't see. And then her name, meaning Mm. like, see, look what God has done Mm. through his blood. And wow, that is... So I was saying to you before that actually
1: I've spent a long time thinking that those meanings were just for my girls. Because all of them kind of tell a story in themselves, but also all come together to tell a story of my girls. Which and you're going to tell us at the end.
0: Okay, I'll try.
1: Yes, I'll try you give cannot
0: give it away now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because okay. okay. they, they are. Yeah. They're beautiful. But I want to know the but I've, story. I
1: realize that I'm in that story as well.
0: So do you want to share it now? Okay.
1: Okay, so. So. Asha. So she to kind of go straight. Do I say punchline to the punch? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> to go to the to the last page in the chapter, but, um, she was still born. But um, and we wanted a miracle. We didn't get a miracle. But um, I want to tell you about the miracles that we got through the process. So it is sad, but it's so much about. Father God revealing himself to me and aspects of him, dimensions of him that I don't think I would have discovered had I not gone through this journey. So
0: beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. she was okay. con you So at twelve we had our our big Scan? Blood, blood tests. Oh blood tests.
1: And um we we got the phone call to say that she was most probably a trisomy baby, had a chromosomal disorder. And that she probably would not survive the pregnancy. And that night, our pastors were over. Um, we had just received the call. And yeah, I went to serve dinner up to our pastors. My pastor. Susanne,
0: yeah. you just received this news. Yeah, I know. And you decided to I make know. a meal and serve others. I know. See, that's the PK. <laughs> keep yeah. serving I, through I the pain you, like, keep serving keep being generous <laughs> please will kind. Mm, yeah okay but anyway that's but, but, awesome that's actually a great thing yeah that's a great thing to actually like in your pain still be giving <laughs> i'm just amazed i'm like Thanks. well done girlfriend <laughs> okay. okay i'm sorry i am interrupting you. Than i think
1: anyway so i went to serve my pastor and it was crazy. He just sat there and said, oh, no, thanks, I'm fasting. And, and it went through my mind, this is nuts. I've invited you over for dinner and you're not going to eat my food. Oh, word! <laughs> but I, I, just, I just loved it. In the moment, I just fell in love <laughs> with this concept of, of deciding to fast when you go to someone's house for, for dinner. That's such a past like a real true pastoral thing to do, you know it's like God says fast, you fast, it doesn't matter if you' being offered trifle or whatever, so yes, so I yeah, but it just turned out to be this amazing night where they just they wrapped us in love and they spoke life and faith over us, and they gave us things that carried us through the journey of, of so you actually Esther's did fasting. get fed,
0: yeah,. Okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring these things together so amazingly, <laughs> anyway. So that was just, yeah, one of the many miracles. So, with each scan with Asher, things just got more and more grim. And, yeah, I remember driving on my own down the motorway, going to appointments, and just feeling this just feeling like the atmosphere was palpable I felt like I had my heart in my mouth um you know it was pounding and and yet every time I went to to a scan or to a specialist appointment, I just felt like I was being carried on angels' wings and and yeah it was it was surreal uh, really hard but but wow. God's presence is also so addictive, so powerful, addictive. Uh, powerful addictive. And addictive as I love well. <laughs> it. I remember after she she went, um, you know, maybe years after thinking, I just want to be back in
0: that place where I just feel like it's the all, carrying all presence all of God. Yeah, but but how did you enter into that presence, or did it define you? Like how how do people uh, go through something, and do you think that you just? Became aware of the presence of God, or I
1: just think that it goes back to the fact that I found myself pretty broken right from the outset, and then and surrendered the and whole, yielded. To the God. whole journey was just God gently taking us through processes, and and
0: um, I actually love that yeah. you can't explain it. Because it's like God just comes in when you are unable Mm -hmm. to work it out. I just was asking because sometimes people, um, you know, they want to experience that presence of God. And I, I think that, I don't know whether you'd agree with me, but I feel like God's presence is always like that. It's just that sometimes in our busyness, Mm. We're not aware of it, but when we actually quieten our spirits and we've got nowhere else to go, we mm. realize it's been there all the time.
1: Yeah,
0: and and how good it is.
1: And I think it's really easy for people to say, you know, there's a grace over that, or God gives you the grace. But it's it's an incredible thing to be in a place where you have no options. Yes. You don't feel like you've got anything more to give. Yes you're discovering that God really is so real. He is there. He's invested. He he loves, he's caring. He's just showing you in little ways that that he's got his eye on you.
0: And he's good. Yeah. He's just he's he's good.
1: So you did you so, feel
0: like you needed to make any decisions along this path, or did you just flow with going from the doctors telling you as the scans went along? What were your thoughts um, during the pregnancy?
1: Well, I've I've always been a verbal processor, so I would just ask questions, choose Zane's ear, constantly, okay. <laughs> <laughs> bounce off of him. Um, I I I do tend to with things
0: that's what i'm yeah. asking you because i would want to know like well what hope is there like what can i believe for what is going to happen but i don't know maybe god just um told you to wait and walk it out um I, I don't know that i really hear god like that okay but you just spoke you spoke it out it's it's
1: hard to explain um I've always thought to myself, how do people write books on topics <laughs> because <laughs> everything seems so multi dimensional and it's, yeah. yes and and always sort of fluid and that, mm. that makes it sound as if you know there's that things aren't black and white because there is a there are plumb lines and and yes. there is a, or there is a plumb line and things you yes. know there is right and wrong and all the rest but i I, I guess I just I, I I really started to recognize and get confidence in his his nudges, you know, wherever they yes. came from. Yes. Okay, that's what um. Yes. And then I and then I'd look back and think,
0: yeah. That's so beautiful. That all, nudges. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: And actually, you I found that you don't necessarily. Get all the answers when you're in a static position that you actually get an inkling of something and then you have to you have to step towards it and in stepping towards it it starts to come together
0: love it yeah I love that mm. okay, yeah, okay, so. So, uh, and, and you know
1: what, I've also been through Teachers College, so I'd had worldviews kind of. <laughs> yes. i had been thinking about worldviews world and, you know, sort of godly principles on things. So, it but funnily enough, actually, a lot of that I had
0: to kind of work at undoing, you know, it's like. Yes. It's That's like, what I'm asking, because sometimes you get given this news. Yeah. And now you... That's what I'm thinking, but i shouldn't I shouldn't actually be asking you about that because it's your journey and I want to hear about your journey. but I'm just thinking, I would think, what do I think about this now? Yeah like yeah. you know like what
1: yeah. what what do
0: I expect or how do I? And I think the end of the day you have to go and spend time with God and you might get a scripture. Different mm. people might get a scripture to hold on to, mm. or they just might feel that, like you mentioned, the angels' wings being mm. carried. Mm. Which might be a simple word or just a simple feeling that you just need to rest mm. and just take it day by day yeah. or do you know what I mean? I don't know. That thing of angels'
1: wings often because' because I'm, I'm in this world of God in my head. <laughs> yes, I don't know what people must think of me sometimes, but sometimes I actually just don't know how I get from A to B
0: <laughs> So I'm like okay oh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I was carrying on angel wings. <laughs> but the Bible says you will be and you won't even strike your foot on a stone. <laughs> I keep trying to practice that. Like I've only got so much petrol to get me somewhere
1: and it's just like, God, can you just I won't look at the dial, you just increase it all the time. I've only got seven minutes. Susanna, you're
0: testing the Lord. <laughs>
1: So I,
0: I did. Do you want to tell us about encounters that happened? Yes, two encounters. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Really quick. So I was.
0: Give us the picture in the when the encountered. Okay.
1: Of the pregnancy. Yes. And starting to get get heavier. Um, I i told you about seeing rainbows and Mm-mm. butterflies I didn't no. Tell you about that. no you have to go back <laughs> okay i i just started to notice that every day and and yeah it's kind of i'm almost a bit awkward to say it but every day i would see a miracle a uh, rainbow which <laughs> is a miracle rain, yeah. <laughs> and and butterflies and i would always which
0: promises and new yeah. life yeah? yeah yeah, okay
1: yeah and and there's a few other things that i've noticed about life as well because i have this like for example i have this thing these days that i i just don't seem to lose things you know i i yeah and when you start to see it happen and happen and happen and happen you start to and you start to talk about it then you start claim it and and you know, you're, you're hearing yourself saying these things are happening all the time so that's anyway yes. I would see I would see rainbows and and then I'd start to tell the girls that I was seeing another rainbow and and or I'd see a see a butterfly but anyway one of the other things that I um I did was I would put headphones on at night when I was in bed and, and I'd put it just Loud enough so I could hear it, or and it soft enough so I could go off to sleep. But I would listen to God's word. Um, I had been unwell after having Imogen, and I I really didn't have the capacity to read much. I just it, it was too tiring. So I would listen to God's word, and, and I was quite heavily pregnant. And I would when I would turn over in bed, I would kind of semi wake and I'd listen to what to where on random select. Yes, where we were in scripture and. And yeah, I wanted to tell you about these two things, and there was one one night and i I'd, I'd been prompted to think about um, the story of Peter stepping out of the boat onto the water and and i I woke this night and I had this experience that I'm saying to you was almost like an encounter and i and I didn't just sort of see Peter or myself um, step out of the boat i I felt like I was in my body, stepping out of the boat onto the water towards Jesus, standing there with his arms open. open. And I started to sink. And I found myself just going deep, 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 deep deep into the water and looking up and seeing the boat up at the top, you know, the moonlight on the the water and, and seeing the boat and seeing Jesus there. And I had this experience of of God you know I was just just relaxing in the water I just felt like it was okay um and and then I saw this hand come from Jesus and just shoot through the water and pick me up and pull me to himself and I had that mm. sensation of you know when you're pulled dragged yes, through water and you're here feeling yeah it's like, it's cleansing and refreshing yes. and invigorating and invigorating. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just had that sensation of going fast through the water, being pulled out and, and being pulled into him. And I, I've never forgotten that. And I think about that a lot when I feel like I am in...
0: Overwhelmed
1: or... Yeah, overwhelmed um, and I think about that that whole thing of of feeling like i'm sinking, but it's actually that God is in the water and He is there, and there's peace there and and um and he's pulling me to himself anyway and it's it I feel like it kind of represents my journey because i I did really go down deep and and I feel like he has rescued me, and that's and and it did feel like a type of baptism.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I'm just thinking Jesus is the word and the Bible says that we get washed by the word he speaks a better word so I just think of that like being pulled through mm-hmm. like and being washed by the word as mm-hmm. well, you know. And also I was wondering, I mean I don't know if this is true, but I don't know if like you think of babies are being formed in a, in a mother's waters, mm. you yeah. know. Yeah. Like if the Lord wasn't showing you that He had gripped Asha's hand mm. as well at the same time, you know, and yeah. all of that was holding her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, should I tell you about the other experience of yes. me getting the healing? Because yes. that makes me think about yes that exchange of when I knew that Asha had gone to be with Him. But just you might really need to me... tell us
0: how. That happened. Like that she had oh, okay. Carry on.
1: I just wanted to say that the other the other encounter I had was one night when I, I woke up and I woke up with a fright. So I'd been in a deep sleep and I woke up and it was it was like <gasps> mm-hmm. what was that? You know, I just had this sudden sense of yes. waking and something's going on and I just had this incredible sensation of this warmth coming down over my over my head and onto my face and onto my chest like like warm oil and I knew because there had been the sickness that I'd had after Imogen that I was told would reoccur each time I gave birth and I knew that I had been healed so that that was wow And I, just, I lay there and I just started thanking God and thanking God and I thought is this is this Ash's miracle? Because she needed a miracle. Is this for me? And I thought, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be fresh, <laughs> but but I want it to be for me as well. And I just started claiming that. I, and I eventually just I woke Zane and said, I think I've been healed, and I was totally fine. So that was I needed to tell you that because this journey of losing this baby was so about
0: about healing and yes. And do you think that oil was the oil of gladness? Mm. I think it was the oil of gladness. And I'm even thinking while you're speaking, you know the lady who was told to fetch the pots?
1: Yeah.
0: Like you'll never run dry when you need Mm. gladness. Mm. There'll be pots of oil of gladness for you. Yeah. 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 I'm for that. So, Asha.
1: Yes. Yes. So the scans were getting worse and mum and dad decided to give us a couple of days away. Just, mm-hmm. I think we were about week 35 and or 36, something like that. And I, yeah, we went, they got this holiday home and we went to spend a couple of days with them. But on the way we visited Zane's family and it was the the All Blacks playing in the Rugby World Cup. Oh, and. Yes. I remember sitting there and Zane... They
0: wouldn't have been playing South Africa. No, oh, you know what? I don't know. I think it was. Okay. <laughs> okay, we need to be serious. I'm in this Sorry. moment. The stories about I... Asha. Carry I on. I don't know. Okay, yes. Yeah.
1: Carry on. I was, I was sitting there. Not a lot was going in. <laughs> so I I hadn't been feeling her much because she was, she was small and I had a lot of fluid. But that night Zane got to feel her. He hadn't felt her before. that's precious. It was really precious because we hadn't realized that... That was her last night, and um, I, I just when I went to bed that night, I just felt a real weightiness in my, in my tummy, yes, and um, and then, yeah, we'd gone through um, a few, a couple of weeks where I hadn't necessarily been feeling her for a couple of days, and then I would, I would call the midwife, she'd come in, she'd get a heartbeat, and and then we. would go into another phase of not feeling her again so this particular time we're away and um, we we went to go see mum and dad and I I, yeah I just wanted to tell you about this incredible day I I, I can't explain how thick the presence of God was Mm. over that weekend that that time we had with mum and dad and it was just surreal, I mean Imogen had been picking up on 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 you know just i just I was very aware that she was little too, mm-hmm. and that she was picking up on atmospheres you know there'd be things that would happen, and I just think this little girl is yes is showing signs of being aware of the battle that I knew was going on i mean it just it really did feel like. As much as there was this incredible sense of God's presence, there were lots of fiery darts that I was always yes, yes. really feeling. Like one day having a slip on the stairs and, and just feeling like, oh, no, nah, I'm not having this. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Imogen came and comforted me and, and you know, just told me to yes. breathe and lie down yes. on me. And, you know, she, she was just really aware. But this particular day, she, she there was just this This heavy, heavy piece over her. And she sat in the hammock and played with Zane. And mum and dad just kind of worked away in the kitchen. We didn't kind of talk much. Zane mowed the lawns, which he likes doing, and he did it in his pyjamas. And (laughs) and then we just sat on the barbecue table and just played with grandpa. And, you know, it was just beautiful. And um, we later discovered... From the blood test, that that was the day that she'd gone to be with Jesus.
0: In a family time, yeah. just amongst family. Yeah.
1: So, but that night, I didn't get much sleep, and and there was this just this whirl of wind. I could hear it up in the trees above the house. And I stepped outside. And it was just still, wow. Still, and I, and I knew I just knew even that was even before we'd had confirmation, before the blood test. But I knew that there was an exchange going wow. on over
0: her life. Sure, that was okay. <laughs> Do you feel that we should take a moment here? I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be sensitive to you because I feel that, like, I don't think that this is, like, you, you've you got tears, but I think that um, it's holy. It's, like, holy. That was, like, that was something that is indescribable, right? Do you know, I, I actually... I remember thinking and
1: saying after she went, that the whole experience was a strange privilege. You know, God was so gentle with us. And I actually do feel so special to God. You know, I just feel like he just loved us so much in the process.
0: Sure. How powerful is that, eh? Hey? Like that he was... That's what I feel just sitting with you. I'm sitting here with you in your home and I just feel that the amazing thing is that, like, I really do feel like you, like you make God... God is a member of your family. And, like, in all the moments, like in the, the ones you haven't understood, mm-hmm. I love that he actually hasn't come in ways that would have been... Christianese, like he's come powerfully, I mean, that almost feels like an upper room thing, like there was this mighty wind, like mm. a rushing wind that came in and swept you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think that, I'm thinking that for people who are in that position where Where there is an exchange going on, where, where someone is dying, that actually that's part of the beauty. That it, that God... Yeah, I don't know. That, that atmosphere is so precious.
0: It's like heaven it's and earth God. become very close. Yeah. We, yeah. The space becomes thin. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about it being holy. I yeah. think that like... I think even... I think you'll probably always be emotional if you mm. talk about that because it's such a like a holy thing.
1: I actually do hope that I don't lose that. No, that's yeah. what I'm
0: thinking yeah. as well, you know. Wow. Okay. So then from there
1: so came home the midwife looked for a heartbeat there was no heartbeat and then the process of just working towards her birth and we'd got so used to just waiting and and trusting those prompts that God would give us that we we didn't go straight into having her induced or being induced to have her and you know we had decided early on that we we'd made a plan that when she was born that we would even if she had passed, that we would, we would breathe over her because we had this revelation of of Lazarus, and how if God can do what he he says yes, he does, he yes,
0: that we're gonna raise <laughs> yeah. the dead. So, as Christians, do we even feel uncomfortable with that? I know. Right? I mean, I know. I know. Okay, I know. I know. carry on. So we we made a
1: plan and we decided that we would we would breathe over her if she had passed, and we got to do that, but. But I'd, we'd been praying and all along it had been, we know you can do this, God, you, you've, you've said you will. Uh, we know you will. Uh, we're asking that you would, you know, just, just your, your time, your way, and we're okay, you know, whatever, whatever you give us. And then there was this morning after, you know, a few days after we knew that she, she had passed, um, that I just found my prayers changed. And I found myself saying, Lord, we just hand this over to you. You take it. You know, I felt like it was that, that exercise of putting this on the altar and saying, now no, God, you, yes, you have your way. You do this. And it was really obvious to me that the prayer was different. And then Zane turned around to go to work like he did every day and my waters broke and I went into labor, which was incredible because I wanted to have a natural labor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just long story short, um I it wasn't straightforward. Went in, she was she was breached, so we took a walk around the hospital and just prayed about it. And then she she came, um, and it was fine. <laughs> um, my did you, so you got to hold her then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did everything that we had decided we wanted to do with Imogen, and we'd figured was exactly the way we wanted to do it. Zane was reading scripture, and um, our midwife, who wasn't a Christian, um, but she really, she knows us, she's done all our babies. Um, she was birthing with another mum. We gave the call out to say, We're ready now, Suzanne's ready to push. And her, this other mum, just her labour just stopped.
0: Wow. <laughs> it just
1: halted. And she told us this afterwards. And she came to us. She gave her, her sidekick, um, stepped in, but couldn't get the, the labour wow. going again. And she came to us, she gave us her time. And then we were quite happy for her to leave because we just wanted to spend time with asher but you know miracles like that it was just yes. all the way through yes and um we got to spend time with her and but that that night um was just surreal you know i mean we'd, we'd had a you know a reasonably regular birth with imogen this one was like chalk and cheese, like night and day it was so different. There was just such a peace over that room. They put two beds in the room for for Zayn and myself and and we just got to spend the night wow. with her and just and just work it all through with God and and I remember we went we brought her home and I was lying there and and I was still having pain. You know, they they give you medications so your your milk stops coming in and which helps, because <laughs> yes. that's kind of cruel. But um, but I remember I was lying there and still getting cramps in my tummy, and and um, Zane was checking his emails, and we'd managed to like we got an email to say that we'd managed to sell a property that we have been really desperately trying to sell for years. And I remember lying there and just saying, I knew it. I knew God would do stuff like this for us, you know. Yes. It, it was confirmed to us, you know, that God wasn't going to give us our girl back, but it was okay. And he made, you know, there's just so many other things that he just put in place to show us that he was caring and it, it was all going to be okay.
0: Wow. So, yeah. And the tears, the faithfulness of God, hey? that's what I just think. Sometimes we think it's God because the answer turns out how we want it to. Yeah. But sometimes it's actually not about the answer. It's about his presence. I feel like that's what you've been saying the whole time, is mm. that his presence is like... Because you are going to see Asher again. Yeah. And you will have had to mourn her, I'm sure. mm and, um And walk through those things. Those are very r- real human things. Yeah. But just his kindness yeah yeah it's so evident in all of these things that you are sharing do you think that you should share about the names or did you want to share oh, about i just
1: wanted to say i was just thinking that i wanted to tell you that Zane. Mm-hmm. Got a vision of Asha, which was amazing. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> you, you have, have to, Well, you know what? That's that, that's really all I have to say because it was <laughs> my vision, and I I would have loved it to be to have been my vision.
0: Oh, but he got <laughs> he a got vision, it and
1: I'm so glad because you know, for for the men, yes, you know,
0: they haven't been through that yeah. pregnancy journey.
1: It's so you know, there's something that is so precious in being able to like you are mothering from the outset, you know? And I only got to mother her really and me and and when she was born I only had 24 hours before we we had to yes, pass her on. Yes, pass her on. That's a really good way of putting it, but um you know, it's just it was so precious that that God gave that to Zane.
0: And we do not yeah. know, I mean, this is not theology, but I feel that like I had um, a member of my family who passed away and we were all praying that um, that he would be raised from the dead actually because he he had a heart attack and we were praying that he would come back mm-hmm. and um, some people were nervous of us praying about that because yeah. they were so scared we'd be disappointed yeah. and I had a vision of mm-hmm. him a couple of days later and he was quite a a wild, joyful, soul of the party type of person. And I had this picture of him riding with Jesus because he was riding with a rider on the white horse. Mm-hmm. And he was riding, and I vividly remember him dressed up like a cowboy, screaming yee and having this lasso. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really funny because it was so his personality. And I just thought to myself, what if it wasn't even God saying no? What if it was yeah. him loving yeah. the presence of Jesus and wow. deciding that's where he wanted to be. You know, cuz yeah. sometimes you kind of think that God gives he gives us free will. Yeah. He gives us choice, yeah. you know? And that's not to say that cuz like I wouldn't say that and then think that he hasn't cho- that he didn't choose to be with his family. Yeah. I, I just feel that sometimes a person can think imagine if the presence of God and where he was he stood outside of time and saw how quick it would be, and his yeah. family would be with him. And, like, we don't, all I'm saying yeah. is, we don't actually know the full story. So, we sometimes think, oh, you know, God must have said no. But we don't understand these things are yeah. eternal. And one, we see as in a reflection in a mirror yeah. now. One day it will be explained to us exactly what really happens. And so, I'm not trying to say that I understand it fully. No, I love that. But do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I love, I love you kind of think like maybe yeah. it actually makes you think that they're in the presence of love. They're in yeah. the presence of peace. They're in the presence and of joy. They are, Yes, and they're outside yeah. of time. Yeah. So they're not. it's not something that they're going to even feel like yeah. that they weren't near you, you mm. know? So like you kind of think, mm. we don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So four months after, we conceived Trinity, our Trinity joy. (laughs) Trinity because she's our third daughter. Trinity joy. Trinity strong, strength
0: complete, joy. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. So those are the three names. Yeah. (laughs) What does Asher's name mean? Did you say? So Asher is um, blessed. Abundant
1: joy. Evangeline, Asher Evangeline, Evangeline, Evangelized Tell. Like the, the angel, yes, above the tomb, yes, Christ is risen, yeah. So I I I have had this evolving re- revelation over the names, and yeah, I just uh, so. Imogen. You will see that God has healed. Trinity, complete, complete joy, Trinity joy, Asha, you will tell, and that's what you do. And you are blessed. And I always saw that story for Asha, that story for for Imogen, that story for Trinity, and and God's just been revealing. To me of late, how that's connected to me and I was just walking a couple of days ago and thinking about Asha, abundant blessing, happy, laughing, joyful one. And evangeline you will tell that God has healed Rafa, Raphael. And I was and God just impressed on me. That, that didn't go with her. It's <laughs> not just her story, but I carried her. She was in me,
0: and that blessing, and all of that is for me as well. Yes, yeah, because so. God's about family, yeah, and uniting us, and we are one, so mm-hmm. it's meant to feel painful that she is not actually physically with you, but mm-hmm. she is with you because she's with Jesus, and Jesus sits at your table, and like it's like a weird bittersweet. Mm-hmm type of thing that God is family and his, yeah. his presence I, I just love I just love that that God actually knows each one of us by name and he knew what to name your girls what does your name mean Suzanne <laughs> do you know <laughs> I have to thank you. gracious white
1: lily noelle Noelle's my mother's name. Suzanne Noelle.
0: Wow. Pure white lily. Mm. Beautiful. In the sense of lily what of we are talking about.
1: It's just mm. dawned on me. That might be a story for another day. Yes. <laughs> oh, white lily. Oh, my goodness, Tracy.
0: No, I am sharing that. You have to share that quickly before oh, we, we go. Sh- well, just, you have j- to-
1: just that after Asher was born we discovered mum had been given a lily of the valley plant and you're not meant to be able to grow it in auckland it's too warm and we hadn't realized she put it down the side of the house and we discovered this this lily of the valley plant and it was in full flower and i've taken so many pictures of it and it would shoot up um you know asha's birthdays in spring which I love, not e- everybody gets to mourn in spring or grieve in, sp- in spring, but I've had that, so oh, thank you Lord. But each, each spring, um, this, this, these shoots would come up and these little buds would, would form and then they would split and open, I kid you not, on her birthday every year. So this, this wow. white would, would poke through on this lily of the valley plant and I got that for eight years. This year, it it didn't come up. It's it's probably done its dash, and I was a bit disappointed. But God's been giving me other things, and just the revelation of the fact that I I got that for eight years.
0: Yeah. And so I just want to add that that like when we spoke about that before we started the interview, I don't know why, but I just felt the fact that. Suzanne God is going to cause you to flower in a different garden and I, I feel that it's that you're going to have influence and when you said that was your name I just think that that's so true and that's you. <laughs> yes and that scripture and song of songs come away with me my darling my beautiful one that the winter is gone so even although it was very comforting that God remembered, because I don't think he'll ever forget, just because the flower's not there. Um, but I think it's time to flower in an in a new way. Like, to to... So I'm just so excited about what Jesus is going to do and that he sees you as his white lily. Yeah. I do feel that shift, yeah. Yes. I do. <laughs> so I just... I mean, I feel like there's so much that we can talk about and share and I've said that before, that like you're this deep well and I love that you're sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing and that you take God at his word. Like, you know, in Proverbs it says that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the privilege of kings to search it out. I feel like you do that so well. And I think sometimes people don't take the time to do that, and they kind of like um, can give give us because I do that as well. And sometimes people can say, "Oh, you 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 over spiritualizing everything." But I I'm I'm coming more and more to believe that we actually are unaware of how spiritual and how supernatural things are. Yeah. Actually, everything is yeah. like yeah. God is so present and so close in everything around us, if only mm. we'd look. Mm. And we'd totally miss out if we didn't, if we weren't prepared to look at those things. Yeah. So I don't even know how to wrap things up <laughs> except to say, that I'm so grateful for you sharing this story. I know that it's something that you hold very closely. It's a treasure. And your family's been so special to man. Well, not my family to me because you don't know my family that well. But I just feel that it's weird because um, when I taught Imogen last year, she'd often bring flowers. And I look at how well you garden and look after your flowers. And, um, you know, for me, being transplanted from one country to another, um, I felt, I must be honest, I did feel that like it's like being a plant transformed transplanted and you're used to certain conditions and the conditions actually sometimes make you feel like I don't know if I'm going to survive in these conditions because they're just so different and you just always you, those gifts just actually were such were very precious to me because they were just reminders of the fact that God is the gardener and he's, he's got us and so I just appreciate your friendship thank you for sharing <laughs> thank you for letting me share Right, we're signing the people off. (laughs) Wow, wasn't that special? It's I'm just so grateful when people are prepared to share their stories, the things that they've walked through. It's not easy because many times battles have been fought at night when nobody's around, when we're sitting alone and thoughts come our way and we wonder where is God in this. Sometimes you know we're trying to see the victory in it in our own eyes. But um, I'm thankful to Suzanne for sharing that. And once again, I just want to bring back what I said in the beginning, that I feel that God sometimes builds deep. And you know, all through the Bible, if we go and look back, wells had a very, very symbolic meaning. Um, obviously the climate was hot and dry. And if your family possessed a well, it meant that you could be independent and it meant that you could pass on to, from generation to generation a spring of life, a place where, because wells signify life and sustaining life. And so I just want you to think of this conversation as as leading us to have a relationship with God. I think of that story of the Samaritan woman where God said if she drinks of those waters from the well that he was going to introduce her to, she would never, ever thirst again. And I think about the fact that all of us need to know that when we invite Jesus into our heart, he has said that from us will flow the rivers of living water. And so from Suzanne's innermost belly, Flows rivers of living water, and over you right now. I just want to pray this, Father God, please remove boulders that have been thrown in anybody's wells, Father God. Things that people have said, lies that have been spoken. Just remove those, ba- those boulders and those stones in Jesus' name. We just thank you for the for the power of fresh springs of fresh water and life and the blood of Jesus. Bursting from the people's innermost beings with the living water, Father God as mothers, let us be wells for our family, wells which, Lord Jesus, you can turn the water into wine. Things that that um, that have happened can become a place of great love because of your presence within us. Thank you, Father God, for your blessing over us. Thank you, Jesus. That you are with us, that you never leave us or forsake us. Because in Psalm 42, when the writer was feeling overwhelmed, he calls out, Deep calls to deep, in the roar of your waterfalls. Somebody needs to hear the roar of your waterfalls of love. They need to feel your waves and breakers of love sweeping over them. They need to feel your love directing them and your song over them at night. Thank you, rescuing Jesus, for pulling them up out of the water and placing them on the solid rock. In Jesus' name, amen. See you next time, friends. Have a blessed day.